Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of A Space for Growth. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about closure, as you guys can already see in the title. But we're going to really get into whether it's a myth, get into some of our own personal stories. So definitely keep on listening. Be sure to follow A Space for Growth on Instagram at our communal diary. Definitely leave us comments on some of the topics that you guys would want to hear in the future. We're so open to anything. So be sure to let us know. Now, before we get into the conversation, Zoe, how was your weekend? It's Memorial Day weekend. We need to like definitely catch up. My weekend was eventful. Um, <laughs> Is that a good out. thing or a bad thing? It's, it's just a thing. <laughs> I think that's the best way to describe it. It's it's just a thing. Um, it's been good though. I went to uh, this restaurant that's like a boat on the water mm-hmm. on. Friday night which was where was that it was in Harlem okay um so that was really cool I thought we were like setting sail the whole time (laughs) like I showed up there we were certainly docked um so that was great (laughs) um lots of like going out lots of hanging out with friends lots of um adult beverages absolutely but it's been a good weekend I love that you Yeah, my weekend was pretty good. Uh, We went to a Twins game, which is our baseball team. So we went there and like my grandpa played for the Twins in the past and they had like his poster up on the wall and like it was really fun to go because we hadn't been in forever. And then um, this week actually, so today is Monday. So today's Memorial Day for those who are listening in. But um, this week... I am going to be in California, so I'll be in Newport Beach area. My family, we're going to a jazz festival, which I think is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So we'll be there for like a week. It's going to be from Wednesday to Monday, pretty much. So yeah, I'm like so looking forward to it. I need to, I need to travel always. I love it. Yeah. That'll be so much fun. I love that for you. And you're a California girl, so you're going to have a great time. Oh yeah. I love California. Okay, everyone. So like Pilar said, we're talking about closure. Um, and, you know, it's Mercury retrograde. At least I think it will still be when this episode comes out, which means that everybody's exes are coming back asking <laughs> for second chances. Um, and, you know, old friends, old flames. Yeah. Anything from your past that's not resolved, astrologically comes back. Comes back. <laughs> Yeah, I think too, it's so weird because I'm like, once summer comes around, you just never know what you're going to get into. Like, at least for me, it's like, are people coming home? Are people going to stay away? Are you going to go somewhere for a weekend and then bump into someone who you had no business seeing? Like, I feel like anything is up for grabs at that point. So you need to be prepared. And if you have some issues left out there, well, let's see, is closure actually something that you need? Is it something that's going to bring you the peace that you're looking for or do you want to have some closure from someone like we need to get into it because I think you and I both we've had like we've had these moments where we're seeking it (laughs) like I think we think it's gonna make us feel better and then we've also been in the opposite position of wanting to kind of give yourself some sense of closure and oh it's it's a tough one it's for sure a tough one I maybe in 
the minority or maybe the majority, I'm not sure how everyone feels on this topic, but I don't believe in closure. Like, I don't think it's real. I don't Do you think you necessarily... can't get closure from someone else. Is that what you're saying? I don't think you can get closure from someone else, but like even the idea of like giving yourself closure, is it not just time? Mm, I don't know. I've heard some people kind of like argue the whole idea of time is everything. And like, you're going to be able to get over thing things in time. Like, I think that that, that presents a very passive role, doesn't it? It's like time will go by and then you'll be able to get over things. Like probably not. Like, I feel like you can't, there's so much work that needs to be done, but I would say that partly I agree with you where it's like the work that needs to be done is more internal than anything else. I don't think you're going to be able to really get that from somebody outside of yourself. I saw a very interesting graphic for how people deal with grief as like an example of that. And basically what it was, it was like this red ball and it was like over time it was shrinking but it was always still there. And that's mm-hmm. like what the message was, is like, eventually with time, like it's always there, but like, it'll take up less of a presence in your life. Mm. Like you won't think about it every time you wake up, yeah. because, you know, with people who like lose a loved one, it's like, you know, in the beginning, you're going to be thinking about it all the time. It's going to be all consuming. Mm-hmm. Six, seven, eight years down the road, you're going to still think about that person. You're going to still miss that person. You may still get emotional every once in a while when you think about it, but it's not going to be as all consuming as it was when it first happened. And that's what I kind of think about closure is I don't think that it really exists. I think eventually, like, you know, you always remember that thing and either you forgive the person or you don't, but it never like goes away because you just always remember it. So is closure like the idea that you just don't remember it? Like you're just done with it. You don't even think about it anymore. Mm. I don't think any, I mean, unless you have amnesia, I don't think you're going to just forget everything. <laughs> or like not forget, but you just don't think, like it'll never think pop it, into your head. You know, this is how I see it. I think aside from grief, because grief is such a different topic, right? Like I think, yeah, I totally see your um, kind of idea there. I feel like grief is just like that sits so much deeper. I think when it comes down to something where it's like you had a falling out with someone, I think closure can come from to me I think it's just that the relationship has changed in a way that provides you more peace and I don't know to me I think closure is like a state of peace like I don't even know if it's about like no longer even thinking about them I think it's just being able to like change the way that you feel when you think about them or it's just a bit more peaceful like I mean I can use my own example like I definitely think you know back like sophomore year of college I feel like I was kind of at this peak moment where it was like, I need to start getting over this person. I need to start distancing myself from this person. And for a while there, it took time to be able to get to that. It's honestly like reaching a sense of closure because one, I certainly did not get that from that person. Like there was nothing that that person was going to be able to say to make me either feel better or worse. And I think sometimes like we'll get into that whole idea of like reaching out to someone else to provide you with a sense of closure. But In this instance, for me, I think it was more about like, finally, I was able to just see the see the relationship differently. Like, I no longer saw it as something that I was yearning for and missing and like wishing for it was more about me seeing it from the perspective of like, this person actually was not right for me at all. And I think that I look back and I'm like, 
there are so many things that I'm so much better off about. And it's not even from an anger or from like a bitterness. It's just kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm able to see it so much clearer now that I've had time and space and just like a minute to readjust my mindset. So it was like the closure for me was more so the sense of I feel like I've just been able to give myself time to gain some new perspective that allowed me to be at peace with it. Sure, I still think of the person here and there, but it's never out of the sense of like, oh, I wish. It's more like, oh, what a time that was. Like, that was wild. You know what I mean? It's just a difference in terms of how it feels when you think of them. But do you think that closure hinges on forgiveness, either forgiving the other person or forgiving yourself for the situation? I think so. I totally think so. I feel like it's there's a shift. And I, I mean, I think part of it is definitely forgiveness. I think that the forgiveness can come from, yeah, it's either yourself or them. I think that the shift that I experienced, I don't know if I ever thought of it as forgiveness, but I definitely, it's, it's like definitely not necessarily forgiving them, but it's more about like, realigning on what I want for myself and just recognizing like, like, okay, girl, you might've done things that you definitely did not need to do, but you move forward and you kind of figure out like, how are you going to show up in the future? And I think that that's where, at least for myself, maybe, yeah, it was partly forgiveness, but it's just this like shift that happens. It's hard to even explain. It's like a shift that happens in your perspective where you're just like, that's not for me. And you know what though? I think that it's very different based on if you did wrong or if you feel that the other person did wrong. Like, so I, this is where I agree with you. And I do think that like, if closure were to be real, it would hinge on forgiveness. Mm -hmm. However, I have heard of a lot of people talking about, especially in relationships with family, where there's like an abusive parent or an abusive sibling or something like that or someone who's like addicted to some type of substance mm-hmm. being like, I don't forgive that person, but I have found closure with the situation. And yeah. in my mind, I think the definition of, I think closure would just hinge on forgiveness. And so I think that if you can say that you have closure without forgiving someone, I'm like, I don't really think it's closure. I think you mm. just like learned how to move on and develop coping mechanisms that won't be difficult for you to maintain. So that's why I just don't really believe in closure. I'm like, I really, what I really think closure is, is like people just wanting to have one last final conversation with their ex. And like, hopefully they say all the things that they wanted them to hear. I think that's how people, that's how people justify. Like, I think that people try to use, I think people misuse closure. I don't think closure is that. Mm. Like, you know yeah I mean? no I mean that's not closure no, you don't know, need to I go to Starbucks that, like, to have one last conversation <laughs> yeah one last conversation will never do you any good really I think though that people try to use closure as this whole sense of like like you said it's like I need to reach out to this person because we need to end it we need to settle it we need to put it to pause and then move forward and that's how I'm gonna feel a million times better probably not I do think though closure is more about the state of peace even if you don't forgive someone I don't know. Are you at peace? Are you not? I don't know. I think it, I think the idea of like having an abusive parent or having someone who is like causing this level of strain in your life, that is so difficult because I think it is really hard to forgive that kind of person. And I think it takes a lot of time to forgive that person. But I would argue that you still may be able to find a sense of 
maybe it's closure on that period of time in your life and not so much closure in regard to that specific individual, right? Like I think that there's different things that you can gain closure from in for that specific person though, you might not be able to reach that, but for like your childhood, you might be able to say, I can feel like I have reached a level of closure on that and I can move forward with my life and be at peace. You know, I will, I will go along with that definition (laughs) of like you, it is possible to have situational closure, but not always possible to have closure individual to individual. Cause I think situational closure is something that you don't need somebody else for unless it's like very severe and then you may need a therapist. Yeah. No, but I think there's a lot of situations that you can just with time with like practices that cost no money, right? Like Mm -hmm. meditation, journaling, talking Mm -hmm. it out. You can learn to like give yourself grace and forgive the other person, maybe not forgive the other person if that's, you know, not a part of your journey and you don't feel like they deserve to be forgiven. Like I'm also not the type of person that's like, you need to forgive everybody. Like I think some people just do really terrible things and I don't think you need to forgive them, but you can move on for sure. For your sake. For your sake. For you to be able to find a state of peace. And maybe that's not in reference to them. And maybe you hate them to the day you pass. It's more about like, looking back on that situation or moving forward to your next thing, like you should be able to go without that weight on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever fallen prey to the fallacy of like closure is just one last conversation? For sure. (laughs) Did it work? (laughs) No, that didn't work. But yeah, totally. I think, I think that when you're young and you like someone and even if it's like a friend or even if it's a romantic partner, I think that there's this idea of like, you just want to talk to them one more time because things might change. <laughs> like You're like, this might be the conversation where we all realize, oh no, we actually really like each other. Probably not. Like, I think when it gets to that point, it's already over. And like, you're just trying to put a bandaid on something or you're trying to mend something. I also just feel like it just never works. Like, it just doesn't work. I think that was like a hot minute ago now but I just feel like when I look back on times that I've done that yeah I think there's a sense of like you're just trying to keep it alive you know it's like you kind of think that it's almost better to stay in it than to not have anything at all which I feel like is a whole conversation for some other day like Mm -hmm. you know it's trying to figure out you truly are better off not having it as opposed to just sticking around with someone who's like not worth any value in your life So I think that there's a piece of that, but it's hard because I feel like in those scenarios, sometimes I have seen personally, and I also have seen it with friends where you almost have to like be at that point where they leave you and are just like, they almost have to call the shots. And like, that's the unfortunate thing. And I think everyone can kind of speak to it or have at least seen it, but like, that's, that's the toxic stuff. It's like, when you can't pull yourself out of it because you're trying to either have that last conversation or trying to do that last thing and they kind of have to like close the chapter. And I think that sometimes for some people, like that's the only chance or like that's the only time that they'll truly step away from it is when it's just, they don't even have access to it anymore. I've definitely been caught up on the, like the other person has to close the chapter. Like I can't do it. And I think part of it was like, you do get a sense of like, I was the one that was wronged. Like I was the one that was hurt. You know what I mean? When it's the other person putting their foot down and being like, no, I can't. Cause usually at that point, 
you have both done things to each other mm-hmm. that are just like egregious and it's, yeah. it's just dragging it out. But like me as the seeking closure, close seeking closey, <laughs> me me as the person seeking closure was just like like you were saying like trying to keep some like fantasy alive yeah and like didn't want to let it go but there's also that sense of like when you put your foot down I can then go and be like oh but like I was the one that was hurt because like they did look what they did oh. to me like they wouldn't even give me closure like there's a little bit of that in there too I like think. a little not like victim but kind of like but like kind of like me I think like, it yeah. was a little victimy I think like sometimes you have to check your intentions when it comes mm. to closure like sometimes it's like you know if you are with somebody romantically and they step out or there's like an indiscretion or you know there's another party involved that shouldn't be sometimes it's like having a conversation is necessary because it's like I, you know, for my, even on the basis of like, for my own personal health, like I just need to know what was going on. Yeah. So I think that's like a different situation, but like, if it doesn't hinge on that and it's just like time for the situation to be over, whether that's romantic, whether that's friendship, whatever. And it's like, you're the one still seeking out for closure. You kind of have to check your reasonings why. And like, I still have to do this because I'll trick myself and be like, (laughs) but I need to know X, Y, and Z. No, you don't. No, you don't. It won't make anything better. It's going to make it worse. Yeah. That's the hard thing I think about relationships is like there's always two people or at least involved. And I feel like you want to have such a deep understanding of the reason behind every person's actions. And you probably just won't get that. Like, I feel like that's the hardest part is you know why you did something or you can at least reason with your own self. But the idea of someone else doing something that's just totally like throws you off balance like it just it does not compute in your head for me sometimes I'm like that's so frustrating because it's like I would never do that like I think I've had this with friends and in romantic stuff where it's just like I would never do that so why are you doing that and now you need to provide an explanation like and it's just like sometimes they just act out and sometimes it's really not even about you so that's also like that will sting but it's like it wasn't about you Mm -hmm. they just wanted to do it because So I think, yeah, sometimes you can get yourself caught up in this whole idea of I need to go searching for a reason and hopefully that'll make me feel better. But truly, I don't even know if it will. Like, even if you were to sit down and receive that reason, I have, heck, I've literally had it where someone, we've had a back and forth and we've been very honest, maybe even brutally honest about how we really felt about each other. And I think it doesn't really help. Like, sure, you can kind of save more matter of fact like no this person literally said that but I think in the same respect like you're still kind of dealing with the same situation that you were with you know before that conversation was even had yeah the big incident that caused you to break things off with that because when you are having a closure conversation that means the relationship has ended it just hasn't ended in a good way so you are having a closure conversation so that you can move on from the already ended thing Mm-hmm. And like something that has come up in therapy for me that my therapist gives me as like an analogy is like, I keep, when I like would seek out closure conversations, it's like having a a bruise on my knee mm-hmm. that's like almost healed. And then I fall in the exact same spot. Mm. And then I just keep, I, but I'm doing it on purpose. And I think part of that is like, if you're constantly seeking closure conversations, it's like you are not letting that area heal 
Mm-hmm. And it's much easier said than done. Yeah. You know, especially when it's like you really care for someone or like you want to be able to work through things. Yeah. I think personally, I don't, I wonder if you're like this too, but sometimes I look back at like, this is specific to more romantic relationships, but I think sometimes I can look back and be like, I don't even think it was about that person. I honestly think there's this whole like sunk cost fallacy that happens where it's like, I put so much time into you. Like I put how much time into you? You think I'm just going to walk away from this and like not, you know, and it's, that's never like, there's literally no point. You're wasting so much breath and time, but it's just like, I think that that's also part of the reason why it's so hard for people to just walk away from things when they know better. Like they know that there's literally nothing here of value at this point. Because it's like, you kind of think like, well, like I've been in this for so long and like, I know this person and we've experienced so many things together and you just feel like at this point you owe it to yourself and you owe it to them to kind of see it through. And it's like, no, once it's over, it's over. And I think that I look back to, and it's like, I think the reason why that doesn't make sense to me is that you kind of look back and you start to realize that more of the bad starts to outweigh the good. And I end a relationship like relationships do have time timelines it's kind of like some things are going to be little short stories some things are going to be novels who knows but I feel like when you try when you overstay your welcome in that relationship like it'll just turn to more negative than it will be positive and there's nothing worse than when something did not need to go that way like sometimes like closure doesn't even need to be on the basis of like we had falling out and we're pissed like no it's just like you spent a considerable amount of time with someone in your life romantic or not and you're ready to move on. Maybe something happened. Maybe something didn't happen. Maybe you just grew apart, right? Like our age group, we're growing and we all are kind of taking our own pathways. It's time to move apart. But when you try to keep that door open or you try, you say like falling on the bruise again and again and again, it's like now it becomes more of a chronic issue as opposed to just like a little blip. For sure. For sure. Have you ever had the situation where you were trying to have a closure like you were trying to provide someone else the closure conversation and they were like no no I've had the opposite okay I I have had issues (laughs) with some friends and I think that what I've experienced more recently is this whole idea of like people trying to reach out to kind of put a bow on something or like I, I think it's a per I think your your original point of saying that you have to ask what are your intentions when you're seeking closure is so important. Like say that three more times because I really think that when you have it's two people involved here. And I think sometimes one person can be fine. Like one person can be ready to move on. And like in my case, like I feel like I'm ready to move on. Like I'm I mean, this is like personal, but it's like in my situation. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to keep pushing. And -hmm. I think this other person is the one who technically did wrong. And so they are trying to, I think, make themselves feel better. And I also think that they're seeking a very specific response. Like, I think we can all see this in multiple different ways. It's like when you go to someone and they aren't really satisfied with your response, so they continuously come back and they come back. Or it's like, you know, this conversation was had with me and this person. And I think that they wanted me to maybe be more on that forgiving side and be a little bit more like, oh, it's okay. We'll move on from it. Not a big deal. Whereas I think my, at this point, like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of tolerance for like absolute foolishness. Like when it kind of reaches that point of like, oh, girl, like this is so beyond, 
that's where it's just like it kind of just is what it is and like you have to just sit in it on either end if you do wrong sometimes you just have to sit in it and I think that that's a really uncomfortable position for some people so when they do wrong they try so hard to continuously like poke at it and kind of be like are we good now are we good now can we be back to what we used to be and it's like sometimes that just doesn't really work or it might not work on your timeline so I think if anything like I have seen that more where I feel like I have seen you know trying to reach this level of peace with a person and one person is just in this like more rushed version of closure than the other one is and I think being on the same timeline with it or just being able to just sometimes like stop and listen and just see what the other person needs is really important because yeah if you're trying to beat them to it if you're trying to just like wrap things up quickly like that to me won't work because now it just comes off in genuine yeah no I completely understand that and I have been on the opposite side of it were you seeking closure from someone I was trying to provide closure oh provide closure for someone yeah and was it that, was in that case like did you feel like you did something wrong no so, so I'm I, trying to think what that would look like so basically we I will say that we had been doing wrong to each other okay. in that situation they did some things to me and I certainly got my <laughs> licks back yeah. we had done wrong to each other but I think I almost had that feeling of like can we just be done with it? I I tend to not sit well when I know that somebody is upset with me mm-hmm. and we haven't reasoned through it. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I don't do well with that where like I know that there is some unsaid, unresolved stuff that's like pretty heavy that like we just should talk about. Mm-hmm. And that was the situation where I was like, there's some heavy stuff here that like we just have not been able to have a productive conversation about. Yeah. And when I reached out to that person and was basically just like, I just want to have a clarifying conversation about everything, you know, not to say like, let's be back in each other's lives, but just to like, I guess, put a bow on it, which like, wasn't necessary. They were like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to relive it. I don't want to go back and forth with you again. And part of me was very angry and very hurt because I was like, I have been very hurt by you Mm -hmm. and I want to give you a chance to like not feel that way about me. So like, why Mm -hmm. are you taking away that opportunity for me to feel that way about you? But at the end of the day, I had to be like, this person doesn't need what I'm offering to move on. So why do I need it? That's Because even if I have the conversation with them, they're still not going to give me what I need. They're, they're not in the place. Maybe it has been too much time has passed. Maybe they found ways to move on with themselves. Maybe they just like hate me and they don't want to have closure and they just want to be mad about it forever. (laughs) I'm not in their head. I don't know their reasoning. Mm -hmm. But like that was a situation where I was like, wow, like I tried to do the closure thing. And this other person is like, no, I don't need Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. It makes me think of a few other things. I think that it's a really different situation when, okay, there's three different scenarios. One person does wrong to the other. They both do wrong to each other or kind of the opposite of the first. And I think when you both do something wrong to the other, I think you owe it to each other to either both mutually agree to just step away 
or both mutually agree to talk it out and move forward. Because like you said, it was like you both had done wrong to one another. But I think by you seeking out closure in that sense of being able to say, maybe it's even a bigger person moment of just being like, you know what? We should be able to talk this out and move forward. I think that by you doing that and then by that person not receiving it, it kind of makes you feel like, and I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I feel like it kind of makes you feel like, why am I now the person who's like, I'm the one who had the problem, like, or I'm the one who caused all this or something? Because it's like, if they're just like, oh, no, I'm not even going to talk about this. I'm not. It's kind of like, don't put your hands up like a victim and don't act like you had no part in this and that you can't even stand to speak about it because it is something that you both did to one another. I think like in my first scenario that I mentioned, that was where like I had not done anything wrong to that person and they did something wrong to me. And so I was less open to just trying to like push it underneath the rug because I was just like, no, like that's only going to bring you happiness and peace and it's not going to help me in any way so I'm not going to but I think in your scenario it's like you both equally contributed to this mess and so I think that you well, I wouldn't both- say equally oh all right Respect. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah they both- struck first <laughs> you struck first you just responded respect. I just reciprocated <laughs> no but that's that's the type of thing where it's like I think that hurts so bad. Like that is such a frustrating thing because yeah, I I think though, I will say maybe to play devil's advocate a little bit, maybe they did you a favor. And I, I don't think that, I don't think the beginning part, you know, the beginning part screw them. I think that being able to just leave it is important. And I've had that experience too, where we both did each other wrong. And then that person kind of just like disappeared or not disappeared, but it was kind of like, they were definitely the one who had to step away from it first. And I think in that scenario, you look back and you're kind of like, all right, I'll give you that one. Thank you. Because sometimes I think by you or I seeking out that closure, you're kind of just trying to keep like, I don't know if you're trying to keep it going, but it's like, like you said, to put a ball on it, that's probably not going to really fit. It definitely taught me a lesson of like, this is not necessary and look Mm -hmm. like now when I look back like over a year later, I'm like, I'm fine. And I would have ended up like this if I had a conversation and it probably would have gone horribly. And then I would have had to just do all the healing all over again. It's like they cut out that extra layer of healing that I needed to do. So now I'm like, it's not necessary. Like you don't need to continuously go back and rehash, at least not for me. I didn't find it to be something that I needed when I realized I could move on without it. Yeah. I All think that's to huge. say, what are your ways of being able to move on without closure? Like, what are some tips and tricks that you could mm. give to the listeners? Yeah. So I think I can help this with like a little mini story because you at first asked me like, have I ever been the type to provide closure to someone else? And I think I kind of maybe misunderstood that question. I have definitely been a part of a situation where I kind of had to right my wrongs. And in that situation, when I I sent, we were both remotely, couldn't, we weren't together, but um, we were both in different states, couldn't really have a conversation So I ended up like sending this long text message, like whatever. And the person did not even respond. Like this was a friend that I had when I was really little and then just kind of like evolved into being a big old mess. Now in that moment, I had to really just figure out how do I provide that closure for myself? And I've had that also in just other situations where I had to provide some level of closure for myself. Honestly, 
I think it all comes down to understanding what the issue was at hand. I think sometimes when an issue, it's like someone might've done the other person wrong, or there's just like a lack of compatibility that's being had there. And I think it's being able to fully see that for what it is and kind of getting to this point of like, this would not have worked out anyway. And that's okay. I think sometimes like you almost need closure when you're trying so hard to make something more than what it actually is. And like, I think it's really important for me at least to find that closure by just saying like, this wasn't really supposed to be more and that's okay. And just like accept it for what it is and move forward. I think that it's really easy. Like you and I both, we love people. We love like relationships and connections. And sometimes it's really hard to let those go. And I've even seen that on the other end, I have like my sister, she's the type who doesn't really, she's not friends with a ton of people, but the few that she's friends with, she keeps them so close. And like, if anything funky happens, like it just hurts so bad. And like, I think people who really value their friendships and the relationships in their life, it can get kind of hard to let those go when they need to be. And for me, it's really come down to that point of just like, maybe take a step back and just look back at it like, if there's an issue here, let's address that first, because it probably means that our time has come to an end and like, don't fight it. Because usually I think the closure seeking is like, you're just trying to fight something that you could just like calm down, walk away a little bit. I agree with absolutely everything that you said. I think the only thing that I would add about like moving on is like, sometimes you have to stop talking about it to mm. other people. Like, you keep breathing life into it every time you continuously, like, bring that person up or bring up what happened or bring up the hurt. And it's not to say that you can't ever talk about it, but, like, at a certain point, you have to revisit, like, the amount that you're talking about it. Or, like, Mm -hmm. I know for me, if, like, if I'm dealing with something romantically and I keep talking about the issue with my friends over and over and over and over and over again it's like we're having the same circular conversation totally. and my friends will indulge me and we'll have this <laughs> circular conversation but I can't get over it because no. I'm not allowing myself to get over it I'm not even allowing myself to see what it would look like to go a day or to go a week or to go mm-hmm. a month without breathing life into the situation or to speaking about the person And I think sometimes that's what it is too, is like we get into these habits, especially when, you know, it was something that was foul that was done to you that you're just like, I can't believe that this person would do me like this. And like, you just want to keep talking about it. And then you want to get different opinions and And then then you try to find new people who don't know about it and then Mm. you want to tell them about it. And then it's like, oh my gosh, like, I just can't stop spiraling about it. You just have to like, stop. You have to. That is such a good point. And I think that even gets to the point of like, it's about you. When you're seeking closure, everything is about you. So if you need to block someone, if you need to go off of social media for a little while, if you need to like anything that you need to do, if you need to tell your friends, because sometimes it's not always you bringing it up. Sometimes your friends will bring it up. Like, sometimes I feel like there's times where I'm like, why are we talking about this person? This is how long ago? Like, how long has this been, you know? And I feel like being able to also communicate that with those around you and just say, like, bro, I'm really not trying to talk about this person right now. That's huge. It's all about you. And you need to make sure that, like, you set the boundaries in your life. And I think we totally need to talk about the block button someday because that's a powerful button. 
that is a powerful button. Even if it's the mute button, that is powerful. And I think making sure that like, it's sometimes people will always say, well, I think that's unnecessary because then it kind of like puts this, you know, negative energy in the air, blah, 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 blah. It's not about them. It's about you. Yeah. So, so what? You, so what? And they're probably not going to notice. That's the harder part. Like they aren't going to notice if you block them because they're not really looking for you. And that's fine. It's not about you. It's, or it's not about them in any way, shape or form. It's all about you. And like, you need to do what's best for you. So I totally agree. I think that as much as it is about like restructuring your mindset about girl, this was so not even right for you to begin with and coming to terms with that. I also think that kind of a full circle moment, like naturally people are going to be brought up and it's still going to hurt maybe a little bit over time. They might stop to stop hurting as bad as it used to. But I think that like, if you can find ways to just eliminate them from your day-to-day conversations, that is going to be a blessing towards your I guess search for that piece that we're talking about so that's huge closure I think is complicated I think closure to me is like finding a sense of peace so it's not easy my friend but it's not easy (laughs) I hope that uh that you this episode helped some people who are going through some, you know, it, whether it's the summer, Mercury in retrograde, whether it's just that time of year, whether it's just how your life is set up right now. Yeah. If you are going through a situation where closure is on the table, I hope this episode helped you all out. And I also hope that you all noticed that we are moving into a bi-weekly podcast format Ooh. to give you all time to catch up. On all of the episodes that we have on A Space for Growth right now, we are not going to abandon this platform. We are moving bi-weekly. We have some really exciting things in store for our A Space for Growth community. So we're super excited to continue to grow with you all. Definitely. Bi-weekly will only allow us to make things that much better for you. So definitely very excited for what the future holds for good old space for growth and truly everyone who's been listening it's honestly it makes us so happy it makes us so happy whenever we get text messages and little dms about it so um definitely be sure to do that if anything in this episode resonated with you or the other episodes so yeah we'll talk to you guys i guess in two weeks bye everybody (laughs) bye